And that's it, you heard it right here on the podcast cafe. I managed to kick off the year with, uh, I would say probably the best podcast that I'm gonna have this year. I've got the man with no titles, it's Rashid K. K yeah. How are you doing? I'm all good, I'm all good, man. I'm nice, King. Uh, thank you so much, man, for making the time uh, out of your busy schedule to actually, you know, be on our show and so that we can talk to you about everything else. That you're gonna be busy with, but more than anything, um, how's your December been? And in fact, how's the new year been for you as well? Well, uh, we're getting there, we're getting there. December was a high, mm-hmm. you know, I was chilled and working, mm-hmm. still continuing this year with where I left off, nothing mm-hmm. much yet. Why don't you have a title, okay? Like, I was trying to, I was, I was trying to, like, um, uh, see what I'm gonna say in terms of like okay cool um, what does we should do again because 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 um, you choose w- what you wanna put out there or mm-hmm. according to what you're talking about because I'm a podcaster I'm a broadcaster I'm a TV producer I'm a, I'm a, I'm an artist mm-hmm. you you know I'm a, I'm an event organizer so you can't put all of those titles <laughs> really? you know if we're talking the if we're talking about music, you can say uh, Rashid the rapper. If we're yeah, talking yeah. about radio, you can say Rashid uh, the radio presenter or the mm. broadcaster. If mm. we're talking about podcast, Rashid the podcaster. Yeah. You know, so it, it's very difficult to answer that question when people ask about titles. For sure. Um, out of those hats, I think I'm going to start with my favorite, the music. Um, what have you been up to? What was uh, probably the last thing that you worked on? I think last year, um, I think you had quite a busy year musically last year. Yeah, I dropped I dropped an album last year in November 2022, mm. uh, an album titled Ra the Sun God. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 I dropped that. It's out there, doing well. For real? Yeah. Who did you work with in terms of production? I know you always have uh, sick people that work with you on production. On production, I, I worked with different people. I, I worked with different people, mm-hmm. you know, um, different producers. Every song is, is, is produced by a different producer. I didn't use the same producer twice. So it's, mm-hmm. ten, to- it's, it's 10 songs with 10 producers. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? Like why, what, what, why? Why did you decide to do that? Was it was it something that you thought of in terms of how you wanted to influence the, the style of the album, or is it something that I don't, I don't, I don't want to to be judged by a certain sound oh, to yeah, say, yeah, okay, yeah. this is a Rashid sound. No, any producer can play me beats if there's a beat I like, I work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. And then, how does that set you apart? Um, do you think? I mean, how does it set you apart if it does? from other artists in, in, in the country. I mean, you've been around for years and, and you're still relevant today, you know? And we, we, we know about, we're not gonna sit here and talk about follow-ups, but how does that set you apart? Um, I don't know, man. Like, I usually when I work, when I do my thing, I don't check who's doing what out there. I don't, I don't compare myself with, with other guys. I just do me, yes. you know? I just, I just do me. Like the way I opened my intro of of, of my album, I opened please, please, I opened please. with uh, it's Minister Farrakhan. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, he thanks for his coming and for his raising up in our midst. 
one to lead, teach, and guide us to the straight path of God, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. I greet all of you, my dear brothers and sisters, with the greeting words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. Please. You know, the, uh, yeah, we we can't play the whole thing, yeah, but like yeah, I feel you. that's the, the that's the whole thing, you know. That's got such depth, you know, like from 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 the way that it starts. Um could you maybe just explain the album a little bit, maybe in terms of like, you know, um what's it about or you know? the album the album is titled Ra the Sun God. Mm. You know, you know Ra, um, the Egyptian, Egyptian god of the sun. So I, I flipped that in, into a sun, like S O N, and I put my sun on the album cover. Um, Ra from, uh, from Rashid, and his name is Rakim. Oh yeah. So, and he's the sun god. Oh man, and, and yeah. what has that done for you? I mean, I saw him. He's, he's tall now, bro. Like, what has it done for you, um, becoming a father? Oh, growth. Like yeah. new experiences, yeah. you know, new things to learn, new things to experience in life. For real, you know, and that empowers you mm. and changes you for the better. Last year, um, 2023 hasn't started much. We're gonna get into it. I know you've got a busy year. Last year, you were hella busy, man. Yeah. Um, I know there was the. Um, I, I actually enjoyed uh, checking out the soccer tournaments that you were able to. That you were a part of, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was hip hop, um, Mascandi, Gom, yeah. and Amapiano. My guy. Yeah. How are you able to bring together people from different genres? Not even genres, man. It's becoming like an art thing. It's I'm, I'm gonna come to back to the city. Mm. How is it that you are able to bring together different forms of arts and different forms of elements? With the soccer thing, it's easy. Mm. You just talk to theater and say. <laughs> uh, we need we need a com team. Choose whoever you want on your team, and then you go to Maskandi Kuzani. We need a Maskandi team. Choose the Maskandi artist. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it was done basically. Mm-hmm. And four teams came together, went to Vets University, beat Vets Stadium, and we we had a tournament. And from the first time you guys started, I remember it, it's just been going on and on and on. Oh yeah, we're trying to we're trying to do that uh, annually. That that sort of reminded me of um, um, like the boxing that's been going on. Um, oh yeah, Casper, Casper, <laughs> boxing situation. What's popping there? I, th- that's when it's not easy because it's, mm. it's it's not fun. Yeah, boxing is not fun <laughs> like soccer. You know, people yeah. people get hurt. Yo, well, yeah. was... and and egos ah. get bruised if yeah. you lose the fight. Yeah. So it's not like so soccer. You can lose two 0 It's fine. We're all mm. in fun. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Mm. That's so true, man. I mean, I was I checked out. I think the last match I watched, I was shocked, man. Like that, I, I called it a one 0 fight. That um, pretty ugly was like hit out first round. Oh yeah, yeah. That got Casper like on the top of the moon. Mm. All right, so enough about that. Radio. Um, I want to know. Um, when did you start at One Africa, and what's that experience been like? How do you go in there? Tell me about that. Uh, One Africa. I started uh, last year. They recruited me last year October. Mm-hmm. I started uh, in November, mm-hmm. the first of November until now. You know. Doing the drive time show. Wow. Yeah. Uh, in December, I was doing the breakfast show because mm-hmm. I was standing in for someone. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm back on drive now. 
And 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 what I like is that you talking to the whole continent. Yeah. What's that been like? Like, what was the reception? That's crazy because like you you get somebody in Zambia listening, somebody in Ghana listening, somebody in Liberia listening, you know. And they stay in the station itself. It's not just English. You have mm-hmm. people um, broadcasting or presenting in French and other languages, you know, because you know Africa was 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 colonized by by the British, by the Portuguese, by the French. Mm-hmm. So we have African countries that don't understand English. You know, like we don't understand French here. We don't understand Portuguese here. Mm-hmm. We have like a lot of countries like that you know especially west africa most yeah. of them speak french you know so in the um sub-saharan region of africa yes. we we speak a lot of english except for angola and mozambique which speak portuguese yeah i feel you um and um your on your show is it just you or is it somebody else who speaks a different language no, it's it's um it's the two it's two of us. Mm-hmm. I have Ferosa, mm-hmm. who used to work for YFM. Uh, mm-hmm. She's there now, but we, we both present in English. Oh yeah, yeah. And and what what are some of the things that you've picked up in terms of how Africa receives? Um, let me say your spice or your character or the kind of is there that I mean I, I, don't, I can't even imagine I just want to know yeah. what that has been like what what is it that you've picked up maybe if it's things that they like about how you deliver your show um, or what kind of market is the rest of Africa I know I know it's big it's, it might be a vague question yeah yeah just wanna know. the good thing is in South Africa we we have six million African nationals that are just here in, in South Africa. So you don't have to go out to, to target them. They here. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the Zimbabweans, the Nigerians, the Ghanaians, the Moroccans. Oh. All of them are here. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that that's our first target market. Oh. You know, because those, those, those are the people who understand both South Africa and Africa oh, yes. at large. So when we... so. So when we come from the South African point of view, they already understand. Do you find that South Africans mm. are they? How do they respond to be finding themselves in? I would imagine the same media listening spot as other Africans. I mean, how how, how do we relate in terms of like I'm talking about like the the public audience? You know, is there a gel in there or is there? Maybe um, a thing of like that's your taste, that's our taste. No, we try. We're trying to keep it seventy um, percent South African okay. and thirty percent the rest of Africa because mm. we wanna do what we know best. Oh. You, you know what I mean? Mm. We, we wanna we wanna play the nasty season, talk about nasty season, talk about what we know, mm. talk about AKA, talk about Casper. Mm. You know, and then we can hoy. Uh, uh, we can hoy the, the the burner boy and the whiskey here and there, but that's like thirty percent. And and the listeners understand. Yeah, yeah. bro. Because yeah. we, we have a guy from Cameroon who who, who presents in French and he, he plays mostly West African music and mm-hmm. French music. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we understand that because that's that's what he knows best. Fantastic stuff, Rashid. I remember, I think it was last year. You were out in Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah. 
um, I would imagine what what where, where else in Africa actually have you been? I don't know. I've been to I've been to Ghana, I've been to Zimbabwe, I've been to Nigeria, I've been to Ethiopia, I've been to Kenya. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been to most African countries. What made mm-hmm. you travel a lot, specifically African countries? And I'm, I'm interested because I know you're very knowledgeable in terms mm-hmm. of like the continent. Usually, it's it's it's, it's invites. Mm-hmm. You know, conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, music festivals mm-hmm. you know I, I, I get invited a lot mm-hmm. probably every year yeah. get an invite from an African country to be a speaker or to host something mm-hmm. yeah and what have you picked up what have you learned um, what is it that um, in terms of the exchange there's, there's, there's probably some knowledge exchange that um, they would call you there for somebody who's knowledgeable what, 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 what would you say are some of the similarities or maybe the major differences in terms of what African countries are. I think I think South Africa is like America when it comes to ignorance. You know, Why? South Africa does it because um, we don't know much about Africa. We don't know anything. You know, mm-hmm. I remember some girl in in Kenya asked me, "Name name two Kenyan famous people," and I was like. Barack Obama and and Lupita Nyong'o. <laughs> but like those two people you're mentioning are in America. Mm, you know, mm, mm. they have like Kenyan roots, but they're in America. That showed me that it's not just me. A lot of people don't know anything about other African countries. You know, so and we don't care. Like the the the, the same attitude is like America. I asked my um, the other day, um, and my co-host, mm-hmm. like I was like, tell me which country is Nile River in? Mm. Can you answer that? Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not her. <laughs> yeah. Chad. It's in Egypt. As in Egypt. Um, but it runs through a lot of countries. Ten countries. Are you serious? Yeah, Nile River runs through ten countries. But when you ask people, they say Egypt. What's up with that? Why? Why, why do you think that is? Because because nobody nobody bothers to do some research, you know. And I think with with, with you, I remember mm. way back when we met. I actually got and uh, I was fortunate to see. I think your your room back at home. It was like it's, it's like a library. It's full of books. Yeah. Is, is it something that you've always been uh, that you've always had that you just research about African countries and the world at large? Yeah, I always like stick knowledge. If I if I see something and I don't know anything about it, I'll I'll go through it and and, and look it up and. Read up on it. And, and, and South Africans being ignorant, why us? I mean, uh, on, on, on what makes us so much more ignorant than other African countries? We're comfortable, we're comfortable. We think like South, Af- South Africa is the world or is better than Africa. Yeah. You know, yeah. nobody thinks of visiting Botswana for a holiday because we think we're better. You know, nobody thinks of visiting Zambia for a holiday because we think we better. I'd rather go to Devon or Cape Town or Mahalisbeck or God's Window. 
what would you say we're missing out on? What are some of the things that you've seen out there that you would say, you know, if, if my people traveled a little bit more, this is what they would pick up on? Yo, tra traveling, traveling is like reading a book, traveling alone. You know, I went to Ethiopia, I saw buildings that are 2,000 years old. You come here, but what was that? Like? Uh, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Mm. And I discovered that they came, Ethiopia is the only country in Africa that was never colonized. So they kept their writing. They're not writing in ABCs like us. They have their own Aramaic writing. Wow. You know, they, they still keep that. Even on their cell phones, they type like that. How are they in, 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 when, when, when you were there? Because that really touched me, man. I think you were in front of the, the African Union. The yeah, African Union headquarters. What, what yeah. kind of people are they? What, what, what's their aura like? They're, they're, they're good people. It's just like cultural shock. They're different. Mm. You know, because the strangest thing I saw in you know, Ethiopia, like they selling caskets on the streets, like fruits, like everywhere there's caskets. Why? What's up with that? <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's a cultural shock. And they can, they can tell by the reaction that you're not from there. It's normal to them. You know, mm. yeah. How are they women? Women are beautiful, but in poverty. You know, I saw... The most, I saw the most beautiful women in the world on the streets, walking barefoot, begging. Are you serious? Yes. Well, so Ethiopia is still largely poor? It's largely poor, yeah. Why? The I saw the development now, they're building new um, infrastructures, buildings, but what I noticed, it's all being built by China. I don't know how is that going to turn out in the long run. You know, but China is everywhere in Addis Ababa. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, oh man, oh man. That, that is like, which which is one of the most or the most interesting African country you went to? That you say, yo. I think they're all different, eh? Mm -hmm. I think they're all different. Because when you go to Kenya, you meet like beautiful people, beautiful women, mm. the darkest, the blackest of colors in Kenya you know, yeah you see peach black when you see the complexion when yeah. when when they call those black people I I think they saw Kenyans you see people like Lupita like mm -hmm. black in complexion peach mm -hmm. black but beautiful they black beautiful skin red lips wow yeah yeah I feel I see I see that I see that <laughs> you know what I mean you, you know what I mean so like with with different countries you get different experience mm -hmm. you know and you see different people North African countries I just don't like um, Arab countries that's what I was gonna get to how are they like because don't they, you think they're less black they think they're better than black people why how are they what, what, what makes them think that I don't know man like the interaction and everything that's why that's why in Sudan Sudan was one country. Now it's divided to North Sudan and South Sudan. Mm -hmm. And the dark-skinned people are in South Sudan. The light-skinned Arabs are in North are Sudan. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, so this that type of psyche go, goes deep when you go up north. Uh, yes, it goes deep. That's why in 1987, Morocco, Tunisia, Egypt, Libya... Not Libya. Libya is Muammar Gaddafi. Um, Algeria, mm -hmm. they applied to become members of European Union and they were rejected. What? Yeah, are you kidding me? That, that's how they see of 
like yeah they think they don't belong to african union they think they belong to european union what do you think it, what, what what do you think makes them think that is it because the skin color the skin color yeah it's because they lighter i would ask something in a, in a in a country like kenya where people are pitch pitch black and they still beautiful do you because we see this even in our own country sometimes am i yellow bone and come with my shade you like brown skin yeah. Oh, yeah yeah do you find that in, in those countries like kenya where really really dark brown skin is is is, is looked at less as prettier as light skin some countries they're in the majority you know so mm-hmm. like dark skin people they're in the majority so you don't we can't discriminate against them mm. as compared to countries like algeria or morocco Mm-hmm. where the majority is light skin colorism is everywhere that's why even in india bollywood movies you don't see dark skin indians yeah, yeah and and we know all about them yeah you know what i mean so colorism is everywhere for real yeah even argentina got rid of dark skin people what do you mean you must do your research Okay, so tell me more about that. Just, yeah, just, just go bit. to YouTube and type black people in Argentina. Isn't it the same situation like with Cuba? Where you get like your African... Cuba. Are you guys serious? Yeah, but, but, but in, in Cuba it's different because there's no discrimination. Okay. You know, okay. because um, the thing is most of uh, South American countries, yeah. it was black people yeah. and... and American Indians you know so when the Europeans came to colonize that's why that, that's when you got those mixed race people you know the masses and the Maradonas that type yeah came from that that's why they even speak Portuguese in those countries because it was colonialism Your journey in, in, in radio has taken you from, I would say, Durban, Cozy FM, all the way into some of the biggest stations. Well, Cozy FM is the biggest in terms of listenership, and you went on to Metro, mm-hmm. and today you are in another very big radio station. What, where is it for Rashid in terms of radio and um, your ability to well, capture and captivate people, you know? What do you think or what do you see as like your mission? I mean, I think all the one thing that radio DJs have is that is that whole ability to to capture people. People like something about a DJ because of the message, you know. What 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 do you find people are more inclined to you uh for? That's that's mainly the information. Yeah. You know, some people tune in just to learn something new it's not about the music we, we all have spotify you can listen to music anywhere anytime mm-hmm. you know it's now radio is not about music it's about the content it's how much information you have how much can you teach how much can you share you know it's mm-hmm. not it's not about how good your english is mm-hmm. it's not it's not it's not about how good your playlist is mm-hmm. no that, that that is so interesting what you're saying mm-hmm. would you say that is what has shaped that the big change that has happened in radio because there was a time when it was thought that is radio really going to last but but it has really transformed into now um 
content or the quality of the stories that you share. Yeah. And uh, isn't that actually also why the music playing DJs sort of like fell off? Like, and then I would say now, or they transformed into like having a message. How important is it, you know, as a DJ in radio to actually be able to have content? How important is that besides just playing music? Now you can't have, if you want to play music, become a club DJ. Mm-hmm. Where you don't talk, just play music at parties, mm-hmm. you know. But as as a broadcaster, as a presenter, mm-hmm. you need to have something mm-hmm. to give to the listeners, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You say, "Yo, I learned something today." Yo, I wasn't aware of that, mm-hmm. you know. Even if you were aware, like yo, I didn't pay attention to that. I look into it, mm-hmm. you, you, you know. So yeah, make sure that you always share, and don't don't come with an idea that listeners don't know. You yep. just you just share it. Somebody somewhere knows what you're talking about. Somebody somewhere doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always there. You know, you get. I get people. That, oh, you know that too. Oh, you've been there too. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, mm-hmm. I was telling my friend he didn't believe me. I'm glad you said it. You know, and you get people who are hearing it for the first time. You know, I didn't know that. Thank you. You know, so don't assume that listeners don't know. Just share your experience and your story. Somebody will relate to it. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. What I, ha- what, I, I have 25,000 followers. That's the thing. <laughs> I want you to tell me what is your... And I just got verified on, 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 on Instagram. Oh, yeah? My account is verified. My account is verified now. You see that? Have a blue team. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah. Black Twitter. Mm. Um, what's going on? Like, I mean, or is Twitter just always been that space where there's just, you know, intertraction? I think that that's what gets more attention, like negativity. You know, if if you, if you bashing other people, pulling other people down, you get more likes and more. Interaction, you know, you post about your business, you'll get 10 likes, nobody cares. Post about you, I have a new album out, nobody cares because people like thrive on negativity. What causes that? Is it just in SA or is it something that is like happening everywhere? What, what, what is it that makes negativity sell or make neg- neg- negativity like stick out? It's important that you say that actually, like, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 what do you think is, is it that? One negativity that makes people like, but it's, it's it's entertainment. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the movies. You have to have violence and vulgar mm-hmm. and sex for, yeah. for, for for your movie to sell yeah. or for for your music to sell. Mm. You know, it's entertainment. So mm-hmm. all all those things translate into Twitter, into texting. When you text mm-hmm. about that. Mm. Absolutely. You 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 get the interaction. How do you feel about Elon Musk like just taking over uh, what you call it Twitter? Like? <laughs> it's business as usual. It's yeah. business for him. It's business for him. You know. Mm. So yeah. Uh, Rashid, um I wanna before I get into TV um, writing, um, you were like one of the probably at that, back in those days probably one of the first. Uh, article writers that I knew back in the days of I speak hip hop and and I think hype. Um, is that is, is writing something that you have now taken and put into your 
great ability of creating content for broadcast. Yeah, writing writing never stops. Mm-hmm. Content, radio content, and TV content is writing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've I'm, I've, I've written two books myself. Are you serious? You know, yes. Um, yet to be published. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fishing for better deals. Ooh. You know, like they sitting there on, on my hard drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've always been a writer, and I won't stop writing. In, in whichever form You're coming back um, With probably um, another Amazing show um, I don't know how much we can talk about that But What's going to be happening What can we expect um, I think it's um, I'm not sure you can tell us more Back on television But TV, yeah um, I'm going to be producing Two TV shows coming soon Mm-hmm you know, I can't disclose much information, Absolutely. but uh, both of them are like hip hop shows. Okay. Yeah. Coming to your big screen soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them produced by me. The last time, well, the last couple of years, um, you were with ETV and SABC One, and you shot up as one of probably, for me personally, what we used to see was you were producing a lot of content for hip hop shows. And what is that space like? How would you describe or define that space like in terms of the contribution you've made or, or what you'd like to see happening? What type of shape would you like to see? Uh, you, you see, with TV, I've, I've produced a lot of shows, not just hip-hop. It's just mm. that I got boxed into hip-hop. Because oh. I did I did Friends Like This. I did um, Battle Stations on Yo! TV. Mm-hmm. I did Frenzy on Crazy. She's mm. um, one mic, she's live. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done a lot of shows. I think I've done about three hip hop shows, but then I got boxed into. Why? Why, why do you think that that is? Yeah. Why do you think that is that you get boxed in, into? As, as a I think it's that the personalities. It's how I am. Even mm-hmm. even when I was on ones and twos, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. house yes, DJ show. Yes. I was I was always looked at as a hip hop guy, even though the show was about house music. And house DJs. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, the big, the, the the last two for me are the last, uh, are, are the big ones. Uh, I'll start off with the South African Hip Hop Awards. You guys have been phenomenal. You and the team. I know how much work you guys have put in. There. I know how much work you guys put in each and every single year, man. Yeah. You know, I've watched you guys grow from strength to strength. Um, what can you tell us about 2023? But it's obviously going to be influenced by what happened in 2022, the hip hop space. Um, in terms of the the the, the 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 entries that you guys are getting, um, what can you say we can expect? With as a hip hop awards, that's that's the easy one because mm-hmm. that's determined by the industry on mm-hmm. the albums that are out. We just take the the submissions mm-hmm. and do our thing every year. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been doing that for. 11 years now since mm. 2012 mm. you know so yeah we're gonna continue we just have to come up with a different theme every year like we always do yeah yeah um females in hip-hop what's your sentiment um, specifically in south africa um, I, I i think i spoke to rouge last year um and, and, and i spoke to indigo the year before 
Yes. Um, and I'm just always keeping notes in terms of like when they jump on, do they stay on? And and and, and are we going to do? Are we going to see a time when? You know, a, a truly vibrant SA female hip hop culture. Right now, right now there is. There's a lot of. There's more than ten mm. female rappers that are popping. Like new kids. Like I'm mm. talking K Kid. Mm-hmm. I'm talking trusted SLK. I'm talking mm-hmm. Nels. I'm talking mm-hmm. not even the, the the regular ones. The Rouge, the Gigi Lamain, Nadia Nakat. There's like brand new female rappers. Like the movement. Yeah. The, that are that are out there right now. And we still resist from we all over. Ma- Mani Badu, you know, you're gonna see Mani Mani Badu is on Love and Hip Hop South Africa. Okay. Yeah, there's a new show coming. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of new female rap. There's more female rappers, new ones than the old ones, than the ones you, you know. Yeah, that's nice. I think that's exciting because yeah. then. It, it actually answers my question uh, that uh, is there a vibrant culture coming? Um, yeah, there, there is. Um, I'm a piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to ask you this because I once saw uh, a status that you put on Facebook and, and you were like, yo, <laughs> I think you were talking to the hip hop guys, like, guys, mm-hmm. stop, just, just stop doing this thing of like, I don't know what the guys are doing, I don't know if it's a clubs or what, and mm-hmm. you're like, what would you say has worked and has been the recipe for the great success of Amapiano that maybe other genres can take and learn from because they have been a success? Yeah. I think I'm a piano as the new age quite. Oh. Yeah. I'm a piano is just a rebirth of quite. That's why they they were bound to be as big as quite was. Mm. You know. It's, it's it's the same. Forget mm. the sound, forget that they had the locked ram, mm. but it's it's quite. Mm. Yeah. That's why that's why Amaroto have been winning best quite album at the summers. But you know them as Amapiano. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And um, do you do, do do you listen to my piano? I I do. Oh yeah, for real. I do. Absolutely no, no. I just wanted to get your sense of it and uh, just your understanding of what recipe did they did they use. So is it them being relative to the South African culture? They they took a, an ingredient that was exactly there. what Kwaito did. Like talk to the township people, same language they understand. Same phrases they use, mm. same dance movements, mm-hmm. and then that's it. You don't even have to pay money to promote, mm-hmm. you know, because if if, if you check with Ama Piano, we know songs, we don't know the artist. That's so true. When you you can meet the guy at the mall with the biggest song, you won't even recognize him. Mm. But but with hip hop, it's the other way around. The artists are branded. Oh yes, you're right. Yeah, you know, you know Gigi Lamin, but you know, we don't know her song. You know. Yeah, what causes that actually? It, you know, because with hip hop, it's it's about the image, it's about mm. your, your, your your social media presence. Mm. You know, ev- everything we do, it's calculated. Yeah. You know, the ego. Yeah, the, yeah. So yeah. that's why, that's why, that, that's why. You know all these guys. You know the Gigi Lamain. You know the Big Hash. You know that there's this guy, but we don't know their songs. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> name name any big hash song. No, I don't know. Also, <laughs> also when it comes to Amapiano, I think another element that's making you guys win, right? Mm-hmm. Because the guys are like reviving old songs that you grew up with or that you've known. Oh, yeah. Just giving them different nostalgia, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the guys are really like gimmicking old songs. Yeah. In, in 80% of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gimmicks, gimmicks work. Gimmicks work. You know, they you know and 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 it was working with Amapiano. Mm. We with Quieto. Oh, yeah. It was working with uh, Quieto. It's and working it's with. It yeah. Love it, love it, love it. My last um, discussion with you is I've always said this is like probably like the best gathering of, of any time uh, after the elections and as a back to the scene. Yeah. Are you guys having it? Is it going back to the date uh, that it used to? No, it's going to be in October. From now on. From now on, yeah. Right. So, when does the work start? Do you guys like do this like twelve months before, like six months before? Yeah. Yeah, six months before. I think now in March we're going to start mm-hmm. organizing, preparing for that to the city for October. How was last year? It was amazing. It was mm. beautiful. Mm. Well organized. I saw um, pics of the team, I think it was on Instagram. I, I used to see a lot of pics of you guys working late hours. Yeah. Time it was a Tuesday, 3 o'clock in the morning. You guys are like awake and, and sitting by the boardroom and working. What type of, what, what, what type of team, you know, what, what, type, what type of work or, 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 or arrangement, planning, would you say goes into that? A lot of people go into doing their own events. South Africa is known for that. We're always having a party to a society, a party. What goes into making Africa's biggest hip-hop gallery? Yeah, Back to the City is not your regular event. So once we start working on it, we meet every Tuesday for the whole night. Every Tuesday until the event happens. You know, mm-hmm. planning everything to the teeth. The floor plan, the stage design, the sound design. The lighting, we plan everything. We sit and argue the whole night about the lineup. Mm. You know, suggest names and until we get it right. So we plan everything to the T. The tags, mm-hmm. the VIP section, the VVIP section, the backstage, the second stage, the third stage. Everything is planned accordingly. The security, mm-hmm. you know, even. We even applied for no load shading that day. Are you serious? Yeah, during back to the city there was no load shading because we applied for it. We go to the venue on site and walk around. If there are street street lights that are not working, we report it to the municipality. Fix that, fix this. We check the electricity point where the <coughs> the, 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 the the plugs for ATMs and, and Mm. Everything we make sure that everything is planned to the T, you know. That is attention to detail. Yeah, Rashid. Before I, I let you go, man, on to the sneaker box. I want to know, man, are you ever uh, a, a, a one day gonna? You you're definitely gonna be publishing books, but the knowledge that you have, are you ever? Do you ever see yourself maybe in an institution where you are actually maybe coaching or mentoring? other young people that are going to be coming up in the entertainment industry uh, at any level. I do that right now in terms of 
conferences or workshops. I can't do that every day. Oh, yeah. So so I get invited to workshops to to be a speaker. You yeah. know, I can sit there and talk for four hours and take yeah. questions. Yeah. And, you know that I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with, I know you've got an ability of answering almost any question, and, I, and I've, I've been at places and meetings where your panel might have thought this is a difficult question until you had to answer it. How, how do you deal with, I'm not going to say um, different opposing opinions and so forth, how do you keep cool under pressure and, and then how do you handle crowds and a lot of people? It's, it's, it's just like talking, you know the, the first time I did radio, mm-hmm. I used to be nervous because I used to think of Six million people that I'm talk that are listening right now. Mm. You know, and so somebody said, "Okay, sit here, talk to me, say anything when you wanna say to me, and forget about other people. When you come here, it's just me and you." Mm. Yeah, that's 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 how it works. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. So because because if you if you if you're gonna if you're gonna think of. Of six million, you're gonna get get scared. Mm, mm. Yo, I messed up in that sentence. I wonder, and then you're gonna mess mess up on the next one because you're thinking of, of the one that you messed up. You know, mm-hmm. so and then you're gonna end up causing a mess. You know, it's mm. like it's like as an artist, when if you have if you have a stage fright, how to mm. kill a stage fright? There can be like fifty thousand pe- uh, people. You focus on one person. You look at that one person. Perform as you performing to one person. Really? Yeah. I'm sure, my man, it's been a pleasure. What's your one message to the people of South Africa? Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, let's <laughs> let's kick Ramaphosa out. <laughs> we can't continue living in this low chatting, you know. Fuck, fuck these motivational talks. We need like real shit to happen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>